Hi, and welcome to Real Life with Jenny. My name's Jenny Senapadaratna. Grab your favorite drink and a snack, and we will get started. Today, I have toasted almond, almond coconut black tea, and I have some cheddar and caramel popcorn. And it is not as good as what I remember. It's a generic brand, but it's still caramel cheddar popcorn. So, I mean, really, how can you complain, right? <laughs> Well, let's get real. So I am one of those people that um, I'm surrounded by people with goals. Like that is the thing in my husband's life and my daughter's life. Like they are goal people. And I'm a, it's Monday. What am I doing today? Like it's now 11 o'clock and I still haven't done anything, you know, goal kind of person. And so I'm sitting in church the other day and they're talking and they're sharing this story. And I was like, wow, once again, here I am. You know, um, they're sharing an amazing story about what God's done and, you know, the things that they've done for the Lord. And I'm like, oh, wow, here I am still sitting here, not doing anything with my life. And I was caught up in this just kind of pity party, not necessarily like, I'm a horrible person, but really, like, I would love to do something great for God. You know, you have these missionaries that go overseas and risk their lives and teach about the gospel. And I am so in awe of what they're able to do. It is just amazing to me. You know, even my daughter has been raising money for Speed the Light, which gives, um, buys cars for missionaries overseas and it pays for wells in Africa and helps with sex trafficking. It's just an amazing organization. And she spends all year mowing lawns, doing projects, selling items, making things to sell so she can raise money for them. And I'm like, okay, what am I doing? You know, yes, I'm helping with that a little bit here and there, and I put it up on social media, but really not doing a whole lot for that. And so I was just kind of like, oh, Lord, I would really love to do something great for you. You know, when you go to a women's conference or even a man, men's conference and you hear these amazing testimonies of how God drugged them out of the mire and they were, you know, all these horrible things were happening in their life and God changed their life. And I am a kid that I have no idea when I was actually saved. I was probably saved about 100 to 200 times um, in Sunday school and in children's church because every single week I would raise my hand for salvation. I'd be like, yes, I need Jesus. Absolutely. I need him. I need to be saved. Yes. <laughs> very, you know, like very excited every week. And eventually, probably second, third grade, the children's pastor came and said, hey, Jenny, I appreciate your enthusiasm, but you're saved. You you can stop getting saved every week. And I'm like, no, seriously, you have no idea how much I need Jesus. Like, you just have no clue. And he was like, yeah, I know how much you need Jesus, but you don't need to get saved every week. It's okay. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes you feel like you don't have a testimony, right? You feel like you're like, I have, I'm kind of a goody two shoes. Let's just be honest. That's who I am. Like, you know, really never broke many rules. I mean, there's a couple times I, you know, skirted things and, you know, did things that maybe weren't the greatest choice, but really been a pretty goody two-shoes all my life. I mean, when you become a pastor's wife at the age of 20, 
really there isn't a lot of like, woo, I've lived a wild life. <laughs> so you feel like my testimony really isn't that impressive to other people. You know, I know that that has been when I was a young girl, probably 13, I went on a trip with our youth group and this wonderful man named Jason, Jason, he took me to a door and I'm 13 and I don't talk to people like seriously do not talk to people. Um, <laughs> I know you're shocked because you're like, boy, do you ramble now? But I really did not speak. And so he brought me to a door and he's like, Jenny, it's your turn to share your testimony. Knocked on the door, pushed me towards the door and backed away. And I'm like, uh, I love Jesus. And the lady was like, okay. You know, and Jason has this amazing testimony and he's just one of those very vibrant, outgoing guys. And he was like, Jenny, share your story. And I'm like, I don't, I don't have a story. Um, And I just, it stuck with me for such a long time. Like, I don't have a story. I don't have, you know, these amazing turnaround moments in my life. And I have always wanted to be one of those people that like gave thousands and millions to the, to missions and, or got to go on the mission field. Like, oh, the dream, like, Oh, I would love to have been a missionary. That would be amazing. And maybe that'll be a calling someday in my life. You know, I mean, we give as much as we possibly can. In fact, we probably give more than we should. But because giving is so important to me. But you want to make a huge difference, right? You want to be one of those people that they're like, wow, yep, they're givers. That's amazing. And so I'm sitting there in church and I'm just kind of like, oh, you know, what have I done for God? And he brought a story to my mind that I want to share with you um, all that to say, hey, let me tell, tell, tell you a story. So there was one day my mom and I were together and we drove into McDonald's. I know you're about to judge me, but you go. Um, and we drove into McDonald's and I ordered a small Coke and she ordered a small coffee And we got up to pay and it was like this really long drawn out situation. I'm like, all we want is a small Coke and a small coffee. And it was this really long situation. And we got there and the lady came out the to get us to pay. And she's like, I I don't know how to do this. I've never had this happen. But the person before you paid for you. So I, I think you're like, you can just go get your stuff. And she was just kind of blown away by the concept of someone paying for someone else. Now, that's kind of a, no, it's the first time it's ever happened to me. I'll be completely honest. Um, I've paid for other people behind me, but I've never had anybody pay for me. And so the lady was just completely blown away. She's like, can you believe their generosity? And I'm like, no, that's amazing. That's so great. Now, it was a $3 order, which, you know, $3 in the grand scheme of things isn't that much. But what the lady ahead of us didn't know and I really haven't shared here is that is the day that my mom and I went to the oncologist for the first time and my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer. And it was the day we met with the surgeon to find out what the plan was and when chemo and radiation and the surgery and all those horrible things were going to start and what it meant. And we had a long conversation and there were lots of tears and we went to 
McDonald's to go home and sit down and process um, what we had just learned. And the person ahead of us had no idea that that was the kind of day we were having. A day that really has changed my entire existence. Um, my mom means everything to me. So it's been a really, um, really hard journey for me. Maybe um, more than it, I don't know. It's just been a hard journey. Anyway, and I sat in the car after my mom and I had a heart to heart and kind of talked through everything. And I sat in the car and I was, I started crying. And it was a moment that God spoke to me and said, you know that I saw you, right? I see you where you are because I sent the person to pay for your Coke. And I was like, oh, wow, you're right. God saw me and reminded me tangibly by having someone pay for my Coca-Cola that day. Now, you know, I'm a big Coca-Cola fan, so it was quite a blessing for many other reasons. But I sat in that service on Sunday and God was like, that all they did was buy $3 at McDonald's. And it reminded me, you that I was there. You don't have to do th big things to make a big difference. And I was like, oh, wow, okay. Because sometimes I feel like if I don't say the right words and I don't have the right formula and I, you know, do just minute things, then no one sees it. And really no one does, right? Except for that one person. When you send an email or a text message to your friend saying, hey, I'm praying for you today, or you send a card in the mail just saying, hey, thinking of you, praying for you today, it may not mean a lot to anyone else or maybe even to you. You just said a quick prayer for someone and you wrote them a note. It is something that can change someone's life because you have no idea what they're walking through at that moment. You have no idea what the person behind you in that drive-thru is going through that day. You just have no clue. And I think it's such a challenge because we so often only look at the big things people do, right? Like, look at me, I ran a marathon. But we do not celebrate someone like me that when I get up in the morning and I do my daily exercises, it is as big as a marathon to me. <laughs> Um, you know, we don't, we don't celebrate those people. We don't go, Ooh, you got a medal. You ate right today. Ooh, you got a medal. You took a small walk today. We celebrate the big things in our culture and we celebrate the big accomplishments. And yes, we should celebrate the big accomplishments, but I think it's time to start realizing that those small moments add up and are life changing to you and to other people. That is what I'm beginning to realize. I'm beginning to realize that as I send a quick text or a quick Facebook message or a quick letter in the mail to saying, hey, praying for you, love you, hope everything's well, those are moments that change me and change other people's lives too because they know that God sees them and that they are loved by me and by the Lord. And I just love that. And I think we need to stop looking at those huge accomplishments and huge things. And yes, it's good to have those goals. Absolutely. 100%. Um, when you're going to run a marathon, call me. I'll stand on the side and cheer for you. I'm not running with you, but I will cheer for you and maybe even hold a bottle of water or something. Um, so, but they also, you need to remember that that daily walk does change everything too. 
Well, that's all I have for you today. I know it was a very simple um, thing that I'm walking through, but I really wanted to share with you that those simple moments can be life-changing for yourself and for other people. So let's start looking for those moments. Let's start looking for things that we can do on a small scale that can change other people's lives and let them know that Jesus loves them. Well, you can find us at Real Life with Jenny on Instagram and on Facebook. You can also find us at ChristConnection.cc slash Jen. All of my information is there. One more reminder that we have our 100th episode coming up. And so you can email me or Facebook or Instagram message me your questions that you would like answered for Ask Jenny on our 100th episode. I'm super excited. We've got some really great questions so far. So send those on in and we'll get to them. Don't, re- don't forget to subscribe, to share, and to rate this podcast. I would love if you would do that, especially if you like it. <laughs> Well, you all have a really great week. I'm excited to see what happens when we take small steps. We don't need to be doing grandiose things and give millions of dollars to make a difference. $3. $3, guys, has changed the way I look at our chemo treatments. It really has. Because I remember every single time we go, because we drive by that McDonald's, that God sees me and he knows where we're going and he knows what's about to happen and he's, his hand is on what we're doing. You have a great week.